Right, so first of all I'm going to talk about the Brighton game because I didn't post um, after that game because I was too hurt. Um, When a big team loses at home, their fans have to have a funeral to be honest because um, you just don't get beaten at home. You know, I remember watching... um, the movie 98, or the documentary 98, or 89, sorry, the Arsenal documentary, and Tony Adams saying um, he used to love going away from home and beating people in the lion's den, you know, and that's how you refer to to like, to like um, different stadiums, and, you know, that's how I see see, see our stadium, it's, it's a den, it's our lion's den, and for Brighton to come in and, and to beat us in in that fashion um was absolutely embarrassing and um yeah it's just very difficult for me to talk about it even now um the zerbi knee sliding across the emirates i mean it was just um an utter embarrassment and um i was in shock then whilst it was happening after it was happening and i still am now i don't believe that happened but it did and um, obviously we have to move on from these sort of nasty, from these nasty defeats that we've had this season um, and kind of crazy, shocking results, um, you know, because, yeah, if, if, we, if we don't, if we, if we don't learn from these defeats and we let them sit with us and affect us mentally, it's just not going to be good. We've had a fantastic season unfortunately we've been um you know out i won't say out maybe outclassed to some extent by man city you know they've just showed they've shown us the level they've shown us the level that they've set that that liverpool have set to some extent and we we have to accept that there's no point making excuses you know um trying to trying to dig at their success, oh, they have all this money and and they have a world-class manager. That's, yeah, they do. They do have these things. And it, and it's important to, me- to mention it from time to time because, you know, there's a massive difference, obviously, in, in the resources that, that we do have. Um, and the manager and the managers that we do have and the experience level, that, that's, that's important to note because it's just facts. Uh, um... Guardiola's won however many trophies and Arteta's won the FA Cup and, and that's just the reality so it's, it's always going to be difficult you, you know Arteta's going up against someone who's done it before been there done it a number of times so it's always going to be difficult as I said but um, yeah we just have to really just move on um, you know this is a season to be honest, to forget, um, well, yeah, to to some extent because of how it ended, it's horrible, isn't it? Losing at home, losing away to Nottingham Forest. Um, credit to them, you know, they were fighting for their lives and they used that sort of psychological ed- edge that they had at home to really get at us and to and they used the fact that we were down and you know we had <laughs> I wouldn't say nothing to play for, but it was very obvious that yeah, you know, you can have a go at them. That that was that's the sort of uh, attitude that I felt that they had, and you know it's not it's not nice for teams to feel that they can, 
I don't know, get one over you like that. But um, look, we were we we were in a title race. They're fine for their lives, you know. Let's um, let's not forget that, and let's let's we all need to remember that, you know. Um, and let's not disrespect ourselves, and and I say that because it's very easy as an Arsenal fan to listen to the commentary on the day before the match, after the match, and think, oh my gosh, they disrespected my team. But you know, we I know my team, I know what we've done. I know that for whatever reason the media well I say for whatever reason, but you know, because Arsenal haven't been up there, the media they just they don't seem to understand it. You know, and I th- I think even going into next season, people are kind of writing us off, which is pretty crazy. We we're, we're the second best team in England right now, so I don't know how we can be written off and how we can't be mentioned in the title conversation. It's just ludicrous to be honest. But you know that that's the way of the world. I'm not going to complain. You know, I I I prefer to be underdogs to be honest. And um, you know, I think next season everyone's going to get a surprise because if you think Arteta's going to if you think Arteta's going to go out of, you know, finish the season the way we did and not improve upon um, the, upon the club. And, and when I say the club, I mean in terms of standards, players, you know, big experienced players, um, you know, crazy training, training methods, motivation techniques. You, you're having a laugh, you know. I know Arteta. I feel like I, I almost know him inside out. You know, been following this process, this journey, this project. I know what he's like. And I'm telling you, he is going to go to another level because that's what he does. He's a man that knows how to improve players and improve standards, cultures, clubs, uh, maybe not clubs, but, you know, he's a man that likes to improve. And um, I'm really excited about the improvements that we're going to see because, Make no mistake, there will be improvements. There will be improvements. And yeah, you know, I think a lot of these improvements will be out of necessity. Um, if we're bringing in bigger players, more experienced players, players with a bit more personality, players that maybe have won things here and there, you know, Arteta's got to be able to deal with that. So, you know, personally, it might be a bit difficult. Difficult. I wouldn't say difficult, but it's going to be a challenge for him, obviously, um, I'm hearing that we're linked with players like Gundogan from Man City. I don't, I don't know if we'll get him, but you know, players like that, and okay, maybe not him per se with big with a big personality. I would I wouldn't say Gundogan is is someone that's difficult to manage, but I'm just saying the dressing room's going to be bigger. You know, we're going to have bigger players, star players. You know, um, might have another winger com- competing with Saka, high class when you're like Rafinha, you know, that's, it's not an easy thing to have. Um, obviously Pep Guardiola's managed to, to, to manage those sorts of, those sorts of players and that, you know, to have like two quality players in each position and to keep people happy. And obviously that is just an art. Um, and Arteta is going to, you know, try and put, Arteta is going to have to try and perfect that art and, um, it's not going to be easy. But um, he's he's certainly gonna try, and I know that I know he will. Um, so, so yeah. But um, you know we're gonna be in the Champions League, and yeah, we're gonna have um, more more players, as I said, bigger players, star players, 
And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the Champions League, that is. Um, the, the new signings, there's going to be some outgoings. You know, we've been linked with a lot of players to come in. So obviously that means players will have to leave. Uh, Jacques has been, been talked to leave. That looks like it's going to happen. Partey even, um, which I'm not surprised about, given his injury woes. And um, I would hate this to happen. But Smith Rowe, maybe to leave if Mount is coming in, even though I don't really understand that. I was saying to my friend earlier, shout out to Banji, um, that if we get Mount coming in, then, you know, I mean, that that's, that just doesn't make sense to me. What can Mount do that Smith Rowe can't do? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, Mount's a bit more experienced. He's been a regular starter, but... I think Smith Rowe is equally competent or even or even has a higher ceiling. So to me, I don't know what that's about. But look, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't complain in the end. You know, I'd have to get behind him because to be honest, I, I love Mason Mount. I think he's a quality player. I think he's underrated. But um, I just don't see the logic in it. You know, with have, when you have an Arsenal player, you know, an Arsenal player that's Arsenal through and through with a number 10 shirt, why would you go and get another attacking uh, midfielder or, or number eight? And um, yeah, that that doesn't really make sense to me or, or, or my friend. And um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that's about. But you know, this is the transfer market. This is what it's like. You're going to hear rumours left, right and centre, some crazy, some not so crazy. It's just the nature of the business. And I think I learned that quite quickly last summer, so um, I'm not really shocked by anything. I mean, we've been linked with Sadio Mane. I mean, <laughs> really, Sadio Mane that plays on the left <laughs> when we've got, well, saying that we've got Trossard there, Trossard can play as a striker, as an attacking midfielder. It's, maybe it's not too far-fetched, but um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really don't see that happening um, and it seems pretty crazy to me but maybe I won't be saying that in two weeks time where there's 300 reports on it or you know lots of reports and lots of journalists credible journalists talking about it but I I don't really see that happening to be honest so yeah um, but yeah look it's good to talk it's good to talk about the last two games um, Brighton and um Nottingham Forest, you know, it's been difficult for me, as I said at the start, to deal with these defeats, uh, especially now because because of what they mean and what they what they now mean. You know that that Man City have won the title, and uh, yeah, it's just um, yeah, I don't, I just my head's on next season. I don't really look at this season anymore. Obviously, it's practically over as well, and um, yeah, I just hope that we come back stronger next season and win the title <laughs> to be honest I just want to win the title I'm not going to hide it I'm just not going to hide it you know missing out on the title it hurt me yeah it hurt me I, I had to I had to listen to um, what's that song Boulevard of Broken Dreams or whatever the, the name of the song is you know had that on repeat the day after of course like like wow! Like we 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 didn't win the title, and we we thought we were. That was the ambition towards the end of the season. Do you know how? Do you know how gut wrenching that is for for any Arsenal fan that really 
had that like hope and you can't you, it's, I know it's easy to say oh don't have hope it's just not it's just not that easy when you when you've seen your club be mediocre for in your entire not I wouldn't say your entire my entire life but at, at moments moments you know they've been just mediocre when we've had certain players that didn't play for the badge and you know no passion no desire no no real men in the team and now we now we now we're getting to to, to have a team like that and yeah, we didn't we didn't do what what we wanted to do. You know, let's just be completely honest. But um look, we have to go again. Um we have to go again and um I'm not afraid to talk about the title for next season because that's that's what I want, you know, and I think it's only natural that the players and Arteta and the board and the fans will even want that. So, you know, we're gonna be here, us Arsenal fans to rule the team on, home and away at home, in the stands, in the pubs. And, um, yeah, we're just going to go again. Um, because we have something that Man City don't have. We've got class. We've got history. We've got stature. We've got um, a worldwide fan base that is years old. And, um, yeah, that's that's difficult to build. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend and say Man City aren't on their way to building that with the likes of Haaland and Grealish and all these quality, quality play, players. But um, it's going to take some time and um, they're not on our level, to be honest. And um, they never will be <laughs> in my eyes. I, I, I don't I don't really see that happening. I don't I don't think you build class from from uh, from just spending money left, right and centre. It takes a bit more than that. So, um, yeah. There's always going to be that, and um, you know, I I don't I don't want to talk about this too much. I don't really like thinking about this, but um, you just sit down and think sometimes about the way that we're being talked about now as as bottle jobs and and bottling it and all the all this sort of talk. It it just it really tells you how how much people don't want Arsenal to to obviously win the title, like. It's, it's hurting everyone and you know I, I look at that and I think whew, we must be good look how they're talking look at how they're talking about us it, you know it says a lot it really says a lot and um yeah thanks for the respect disguised as disrespect and um you know I, I'm getting stick from everyone the boys that I play football with on on Sundays my cousin Mudia, shout out to him. Yeah, bottle, we're bottle jobs, okay. Um, but uh, we'll be back, we'll be back. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be nice because everyone's going to be surprised. And um, I'll ju- I just won't be because I, I just know this team and I, I've been shouting how good how good they are for, for so long on this podcast. Just go back, just go back. I've been doing this for, for almost two, I think two years now or, or something like that. And, um, yeah, um Look, I'm I'm obviously very reactionary from the seat from the finale of of the season, yeah, or or how the seasons ended, you know, the title race specifically, um, and I I'm, I and I get that, and I've I've tried to give myself time to reflect and to not be reactionary, but naturally you are, and naturally I'm hurt, and which Arsenal fan isn't, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to be honest about that. I'm going to express that um, on this podcast. And um, yeah, if you if you don't like it, don't listen. But um, yeah, um, I'm hurt. Man City killed the dream, and um, 
I just I want to achieve that dream. So hopefully the players can use this pain again as motivation and we can do the we can do what we've been trying to do for hurts to say 19 years. Um but yeah, I I don't want to talk about that too much. I just want to focus on the next step and the next step is to make improvements to build upon the success because this is success, you know, in terms of positioning on in the table is definitely success. You don't go from fifth to second without without being good, without playing good football. Um and uh yeah, we need to remember that and not lose perspective. But um it's all about trophies, you know, we've we won the FA Cup in twenty twenty and uh I think me, like like a lot of fans are now thinking, you know, where where are the trophies? You know, this good football is is great, but we need trophies and uh we need big trophies. And um I want the big trophy and that big trophy is a Premier League, so boys go and get it. Just go and get it, it's as simple as that. Um I believe in you. You know, I I believe in you to recover from this season and to come back stronger with with maybe more teammates and um, you can go and do it. So, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Um, but look, I think the future is bright and uh, no matter how hurtful I am, I, I can still say that I can still see through all my pain and and um, see that things are going to happen. Um, I'm convinced of that. Uh, it's just about timing, and uh, I back Arteta to to be the man to to bring that that specialness um, to the club. And um, in terms of trophies, he will just give him a bit of time. Trust the process.